0: You're listening to Intentional Optimist, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 59. I have a confession to make. Glenn Campbell was my first crush. He was tall, handsome, and sang like an angel when he played a guitar. I was four. I'm told that when asked, Andrea, who do you love? My response was always, Glenn, in my East Texas accent, and that I even attended a concert in Fort Worth standing on my seat, singing every single word right along with him. Now, as I sat down to write this episode on kindness, a facet of that second tenet of intentional optimism present, one of his songs started playing in my head. Now, I'm not going to sing it for you, though I could, but here are the words from the chorus. You've got to try a little kindness. Yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. If you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of narrow-minded people on the narrow-minded streets. Now, that song was released in 1970. And let me tell you, I grew up listening to it and all the rest of his music. And like I said, I'm sure at age four, I could sing every word. And they're good ones, actually, from that song. Now, these days when we or I hear a song like this, I tend to roll my eyes and think, how trite, how simple and naive it sounds. I mean, we're all pretty jaded, right? Yet here I am, 50 years later, gosh, that number sounds overwhelming, but I digress, and I'm the one highlighting and bringing this concept back. Now, I know I'm not alone, but I think it's super interesting how universal and enduring this particular concept actually is. If you're new to this podcast or Intentional Optimism, let me bring you up to speed very briefly. Intentional Optimism as a philosophy and personal growth plan is loosely based on Proverbs chapter 31 verses 10 through 31 about this amazing woman that King Lemuel's mother tells him he needs to go find because it's time, as many queens have told princes, it's time to find a wife. So she lays out all these qualities of an amazing woman. So the six tenets of intentional optimism I usually describe using a sailboat analogy are in the show notes, and you can see all the details there. But briefly, they are optimistic, which includes hope and a future, present, which is having a sense of wonder and a generosity and being kind and open, energetic, which is having a sense of industry, excitement, and life-focused, and courageous, being a leader, adventurous, undaunted wise in all aspects, including our words and how we treat other people, and then intentional, which includes planning and being purposeful and having good finances, that kind of thing. Now, today I'm focusing in on that second tenet and one of the three facets of this little gem we like to call presence. Now, when we think about a gemstone, the less purity it has, the more facets it actually needs. So I'm going to go all out and say that only three facets are necessary to really have good, a good grasp on what it means to be kind and open, because I think that this is a really pure concept. And as we move forward, you'll see what I mean by that. But those three facets are wonder, which is how you take in all the information, Generosity is how you think about it once you get it, right? Wonder is seeing what's out there and pulling it all in or hearing it, experiencing it. Being generous is the attitude that we have toward what we have. Is it mine? Is it yours? Do I possess it? And then the third facet that we'll look at today is being kind and open. And that's what you do with it. That's how you share it. And I have come face-to-face, yes, most of the time in the mirror, with how kindness and openness are the bedrock of being present with myself, my family, any relationships. And while this is important all the time, it is so important right now in the U.S. There is so little kindness in our public discourse. There is so little openness to how others might think or see something else. But as a leader, your ability to be kind and open will truly set you apart. It will undergird your desire and ability to value others, giving you charisma. It will make you desirable to those looking for someone to follow. It will set the example of service to those watching and coming behind you. It is a bedrock principle of leadership. Now, being kind and open consists of three main attitudes I believe we need to possess that will allow you to be outwardly present to those around you. The first is being open to and with your emotions. I'm going to feel and share what's happening right now. I don't run from my feelings. You know what? They tell me things I need to know. This doesn't mean we wear our heart on our sleeve walking around like a human emoji. Emotions are a barometer telling us what weather fronts are crashing and clashing inside my head and my heart. Not acknowledging them, not examining them, and not sharing them is like pretending it's not pouring rain outside. When you're open to feeling your emotions, you can then let them blow through or blow over, acknowledging them, yet not giving them the ability to take over your day or your attitude or your thought process. I just finished reading Dr. Amy Johnson's book, Just a Thought, and she uses this weather pattern analogy to describe both thoughts and feelings, and it brought to mind that amazing experience of taking off in an airplane on a dismal rainy day and heading up through the clouds. It's the oddest thing when the plane breaks through the clouds to what's above them, blue sky and sunshine. It was always there, we just couldn't see it. She compares you or me to the sky, and our thoughts and feelings to the weather patterns happening below. These patterns just move across the earth as weather patterns do, but the sky doesn't get all caught up in them, nor is it affected by them. Now, this takes a bit of getting used to this idea, but the reality is we are not our feelings. We are not our emotions. So if this is something new to you, I challenge you to do some research. Get a little guidance and think differently here. Start recognizing your own emotions and voila! You'll start to tune in on the emotions others are exhibiting around you, which gives you a better awareness of what's going on. This breeds compassion and connection. Y'all, I could go on about this all day long, but... The beauty is it leads perfectly into the next attitude that you must foster to be kind and open, which is you must foster an attitude of non-judgment. You, my dear friend, and this is another one that gets quoted at the mirror all the time, do not have any idea what another person is thinking, dealing with, has been through, or how they arrived where they are right now, even if you're watching them 24-7, even if they tell you, I put that in air quotes, because going back to that first attitude of understanding our emotions, most of us are not fully honest about our own emotions to ourselves or to anyone around us. And many times what we tell people is what we think they want to hear, or it's a protection mechanism for our own hurts and insecurities. So to quote Jesus, "'Judge not lest you be judged, Andrea,' You may not be someone who needs situations and relationships tied up in pretty little bows of certainty, but the majority of people do. This has been a tough journey for me, personally. I've shared many times how I've come to understand that not having all the answers is a freedom I never imagined. And just embracing that thought has allowed me to become much more open, honest, welcoming, and forgiving of both myself and others. But here's what I do know and believe with every fiber of my being every human is created in the image of God, worthy of kindness, grace, respect, and saving. And by that, I mean there is no person who is beyond redemption spiritual, physical, and mental and emotional you name it. Each one of us is worth the effort it takes to listen, love, help, even disagree with, when it appears we might be heading down a path that will only lead to pain and destruction. Y'all, apathy is the opposite of love. And if you don't care for the thriving or flourishing of another soul based on a judgment you've made, it's time for an honest, hard conversation with yourself. So please, let's foster an attitude of non-judgment. This leads me to that final attitude, which is caring about and for the poor or disenfranchised. Because when I open my heart and hands to those in need, I have enough to share. Every time. Sometimes the need is something that you can see. Sometimes it's not. Most of the time you can see it. You just don't realize what it is or you've allowed yourself to be convinced it's something else. Trust me. I am the queen of putting on rose-colored glasses. The global economy is not likely to recover from this pandemic for years. And in the U.S., we've tried to mitigate that with extra help for the unemployed. But we're coming to realize that this is a short-term band-aid, and many are falling through the cracks, those gaps in the system, creating completely different problems that seem to be popping up like a game of whack-a-mole. Now, I don't have the answers to all the economic woes that we see, but I do know that when your heart and hands are open, when my heart and hands are open— It is much easier to be part of the solution, even on a micro-local level, one person to another, than if they're closed in fear, anxiety, or anger. But economics isn't the only area in which we find poor and disenfranchised brothers and sisters. Historical systems of power and abuse have left indelible marks upon each of our societies and cultures, and we must learn to see these things and better navigate them in order to help those who are constantly hindered by their very existence. This is an area in which I am growing and learning. I am not an expert. I do not pretend to be, and I don't have the answers here but this is where I am doing the majority of my own personal work and I'm spending the most personal growth time and effort. As they say, once you see something, you can't unsee it, but you must be willing to deal with what you do see. So here's what I'd like to ask you today. What are your heart attitudes regarding kindness and openness? It's not just about being nice, folks. That might feel good, But it's like white-knuckling it through the office Christmas party on a fasting day or giving up sugar the day before Halloween. You can only do it for so long, and it has limited effect. So if you're reluctant to feel or share your emotions, I get it. Some emotions will feel like they're ripping you apart. But if you need to be ripped apart and open in order to re-blossom with these new attitudes that are honest, lack judgment, and care more about others than yourself, then I say it's worth it. I've been there. I am there. And if you haven't begun this journey, I am happy to share what I know or where to go for help. There are some amazing resources out there, and the more in touch you are with what's going on in your own heart and head, the more likely you are to be kind and open with yourself and consequently others. Where's judgment showing up for you? Is it internal Are you hearing your own thoughts or seeing your own actions and assigning inherent goodness or badness to them? My dear friend, if you think that you can live that way and have it not spill out over into how you think about and react to others, you're fooling yourself. Trust me, this one I'm far too familiar with. Everyone, every human, is created with intention, care, and purpose and reflects the image, character, and beauty of their creator. Maya Angelou put it this way, each of us comes from the creator trailing wisps of glory. You are trailing wisps of glory, sweet friend, as are each one of the humans on this amazing planet. Do not form opinions about any of us based on your limited, finite perception. You and us deserve more. And finally, I implore you to join me on this journey of learning and understanding both who are the poor and disenfranchised, as well as how to understand all the factors that have shaped our culture around them and the part that we play, either intentionally or not. Opening my heart and hands in this area seems to saturate the parched ground of generosity It softens my soul, allowing me to better understand true love and kindness. So which one of these areas stands out most to you today? Snap a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and tell me how I can encourage you here. Kindness and openness truly are the foundation for being present and the bedrock for being a good leader, and that has never been more important than right now. So as Glenn says you've got to try a little kindness. Yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of narrow-minded people on the narrow-minded streets. That's it for today. If you need my help or just a sounding board, you know where to find me. If you love what we do here on the podcast and would like to support me directly, you can buy me a coffee. Just go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Andrea Johnson or click the link at the bottom of the show notes. Your support will enable us to serve more efficiently and effectively. Remember, my friends, unconventional leaders lead at every level in any area using their unique gifts. And you, dear friend, are a leader. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you're an intentional optimist and you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review with a five-star rating. You can also snap a screenshot right where you're listening, share it to social media, and tag me. This helps others find us and we'll have an even bigger impact. If you're curious what it would be like to work more closely with me or just to step up as an unconventional leader yourself, I invite you to schedule a free discovery session to talk with me and learn more. Just email me at Andrea at the intentional Optimist.com. If you're looking for an encouraging and uplifting community on Facebook, hop on over and join the Intentional Optimist group, women encouraging women from all over the globe. The community and email links are right here in the show description wherever you listen to the podcast. Until next time, remember, you're the answer. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations.